I get the honor of introducing my uh, high school teacher. <laughs> so that's how I know Cindy. Um, I, um, we're both from Kentucky, so if you saw the Kentucky Derby, we were there. Um, but anyhow, um, we, this is uh, Cindy. She is amazing. She has uh, started um, two schools in Kenya starting schools in Rwanda, and she has such a vision and such a future for reaching Christ through children and, you know, um, raise them up in the way they should go, and when they get older, they will not turn from it. And so that is what Cindy is doing. And so I'm going to let her introduce uh, the amazing things that are happening in Rwanda and Kenya. Thank you. Yeah, we had fun uh, reminiscing a little bit about um, the high school days. I was like, I was 26, and you were really young, too. Now we're both beyond 26. So, <laughs> but I have a few pictures I want to show you real quick. There's one that says, Cindy Sofer Wanda. Um, as I was praying for you this morning, I am so grateful that Mrs. Fondren said that you're family. Because as I was praying, first for the fire of the Holy Spirit... <laughs> Because you need to hear from him. Um, and she said, we're family. So I have to share some things with you. As I spoke here a little bit more than a year ago, it was in April, and I shared with you how the Lord impressed upon me to go to Rwanda. And I didn't really want to go and open up these seven schools. And um, there's a few scriptures that the Lord really impressed upon me. Um, one was Hebrews 10:38, which I believe I shared with you. And that verse says, the righteous shall live by faith, and if you shrink back, I take no pleasure in you. Um, and I was like, okay, God, no problem, I'll do it. I'll, I'll do it. Whatever you ask, I'm there. Um, and as I continued to pray, so that was April. We didn't have any land. I still didn't have any money. And I'm thinking, we're going to open some schools. Great, God, I need like $150,000. And in September, we bought land. And um, if you have a Bible, will you look for me, Esther chapter 4, verse 14. And um, we, the Lord, built the school in 52 days. Now, some of you might know something else that was built in 52 days. I know I'm a teacher, but raise your hand. What was built in 52 days? Does anybody remember? Not Noah's Ark, he took a really, really couple hundred years. Really long time. Yeah. In the book of Nehemiah, he built the wall. 52 days. And there was armies within and without. And, but in Esther 4.14, um, this verse, uh, most of you I'm, I'm sure will know. But Mordecai, Esther's uncle, says to, to Esther, Esther, you need to go before the king. And you need to um, plead for your people. And how do you know that you haven't been raised up for such a time as this, right? We know that part. For such a time as this, Esther, you've been raised up. And God said, Cindy, look at the whole, whole verse. Because it says, Esther, if you don't go before the queen, the king, you and your family are going to perish. And God will use somebody else to do this job. God is asking you to do something. Not just build seven schools or go to Rwanda, or go out into the community to preach the word, he is calling you. And he said, you know what? I have a job and a purpose and a plan for your life. And if you don't want to do it, if you want to sit on the couch, or if you're too afraid, I'm going to choose somebody else. 
I'm like, oh, no, no, no. Pick me. Pick me, God. I want to go. I want to go. I want to go and tell your people, pick me. Look in, um, well, you also know Elijah. Elijah calls down fire from heaven, and he, it burns up the, the offering, and he has all the 900 prophets of Baal there, right? And then they kill them all. And then he runs away because Jezebel says, I'm going to kill you. And he's like, oh, and he runs. And I'm thinking, you little chicken little. Why? You ran from a woman. You just saw fire fall from heaven. But the second part that God was like, no, no, look here, Cindy. Elijah was afraid. And he said, okay, now I want you to give the mantle to Elisha. Ladies and gentlemen, I do not want to be afraid. <laughs> because this year I'm not praying for $150,000. I'm praying for like um, $1.7 million. And I just rounded it to $2 million. So <laughs> it's like, I'm also a math teacher. Let's round. So <laughs> go up. <laughs> Don't be afraid. Do you know your God owns all the cattle on a thousand hills? You know that. Walk in it. All the silver and gold is mine, he says. He says in Luke 15, 31, daughter, all that I have is yours. All that I have is yours. In Ezra 6, 9, he tells us the priests are just a requisition what they wanted. I just need to ask my father, Lord, this is what I need. We're going into battle. Have you ever sang that song? Hmm, I can't think of who sings it. This is how we fight our battles. Yes, you know it. So God's like, what do you need for battle, Cindy? We're going in. We're taking the land. You're taking the land for Jesus Christ. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God goes with you wherever you may go. Can you show the next slide? The, um, I should explain the other one. It has a school in the background. 52 days. I'm sorry. Can you go back? <laughs> 52 days. This beautiful brick school was put. To, and I'm landing. We had to stop one day, three days, actually, because we didn't have enough money. In Rwanda, at the end of each day, you have to pay all the workers. They were working six days from, I mean, seven days a week, six to six. And so they said, Dr. Cindy, we don't have any money for tomorrow. And I'm like, <laughs> don't call the workers in because I don't have any either. And then I'm like, Jesus, I don't have any money. So <laughs> and then he sent some more. Um, so we don't have enough time to tell you that awesome story. But we finished in 52 days. Go ahead to the next slide. Um, when the team comes out. And every month at Cindy's Hope, whether a team is there or not, we do outreach. We go out into the community. If you have a Bible, I want you to underline uh, Matthew 10, 7. And as you go, Jesus says, preach. As you go, preach. The kingdom of God is here. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out demons, and cleanse the lepers. That is your commission. As you go, preach the word. Not just Cindy. As you go preach, this is my expectation of you. The kingdom of God is here. This gentleman, this is his house. So we go out into the community, we preach, we pass out Bibles, and we heal the sick. I haven't raised the dead yet, but next time when I come, I'm telling you, I'm going for it. So <laughs> go ahead to the next slide. And then these are some of our little people. They're so happy to be at school. 
They're so happy to know Jesus. I want to invite you to come and be a part of what the Lord is doing. And I'm sorry if you're going to Peru. No. <laughs> Next year, come to me <laughs> because it's awesome. <laughs> and um, let's pray. I think my 10 minutes are up. So, <laughs> Father God, we just praise you and thank you for your Holy Spirit. Lord Jesus, that you want to teach us. You want us not to be afraid to be but courageous that all that is yours is ours. That we just need to but ask and to step out boldly with courage knowing that you are behind us. That we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. We don't just quote it, but we know it. We walk in it and we walk in the authority and the power of the Holy Spirit. Father God, thank you for your word. Thank you that it never returns void. I pray for the rest of this service today, Lord Jesus. May your Holy Spirit continue to move in our hearts and our minds. In Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Let's, uh, let's pray for Cindy. Would you extend your hand, please, uh, as a sign of blessing. Lord, we just thank you for Cindy and the hope that you have given her and the name of this ministry, Cindy's Hope. Lord, it's, it's come from the vision that you have placed on her so, Lord, we thank you that you provide for the vision. The provision comes from you. And, Lord, we pray your release of this $2 million into Cindy's ministry. That's your ministry this coming year. And I pray for her faith to continue to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. May your spirit continue to lead her and guide her and strengthen her and uh, do miracles, Lord. And we thank you for blessing her and giving her just all the wonderful gifts you've blessed her with and the teams and the people and the children and the breakthroughs and the ground and the land and the buildings. And the Lord, we just pray your blessings upon her in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. This morning, um, we have 12 chairs set up on the stage, as you can tell. Because I want to talk about our eldership with you today. And uh, we haven't done this in a few years, but it's been my desire to get better at doing this every year. So we'll see if we can do it next year again. But it's just to recognize the gift that God has given us as a family, our elders. Okay. Um, now, God provides uh, for us in three main ways. Number one, everybody say his word, his spirit, and his body. Okay, so you... You need his word. God will speak to you, provide for you all the promises of God. They're all for us, right? Then his presence, his spirit quickens that word into our hearts. He's speaking to us all the time. But also, you need to understand that God's provision for you is not just his word, not just his spirit. If you're just a Christian by yourself and you're not connected and plugged into the local church, you're missing a huge part of God's provision for your life, and that is his body, this family. Okay, if you're visiting with us today, you know, it's my desire that you find a spiritual family that you can get rooted in so that you can blossom and prosper because you need it. You just absolutely need it. And if you're part of this family, then today in this family, we're celebrating uh, God's order and his structure so that we can be protected, we can uh, be nurtured, we can be cared for, we can be loved, uh, and we can be taught with God's, you know, leaders that he's put into our lives for those reasons. So provision of God doesn't just come from the word and from his spirit, but from his people. His people. And uh, most of the time, miracles happen when a person hears from God and actually picks something up and helps somebody. 
or gives something or serves or, or hears a call from God and goes to Africa and just starts doing what God said to do. That's how miracles happen. Most miracles happen through the hands and feet of God's people. Can I get an amen? Okay, that's how most of God's provision comes, his spirit, his word, and his body. So anyway, I'm here to just celebrate together with you uh, the wonderful leadership that we enjoy here at our church. And today we're also going to confirm two new elder couples into our fellowship uh, today. So that's very exciting. Um, so moving forward, I got, I got, it's going to be a little bit different today because we're, we're kind of doing some ceremony stuff, you know, some official s- things like that. But this is very spiritually significant. It's very, very spiritually significant. Uh, and I want to include all of us in this message. In 1 Peter 4.10 it says, Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. Are you using the gifts God has given you to be faithfully serving the family of God with what he's placed in your hands? Because that's the grace of God. In other words, that's the spirit of God, the provision of God that each of us need. And we all have some of that. And we need to offer that to one another to encourage, build up, teach, serve, grow each other. And so my question to you is, have you, uh, are you faithfully giving that gift or gifts and letting God move in your life in that way? Because we need you, and you need me, and we need each other, okay? Because there's various forms of God's grace or God's provision that comes from each and every one of us. Every one of us has a gift from God. And so uh, I want to, today we want to recognize and confirm and pray for our elders as we see this gift uh, that God has given us through these men and these women that he has raised up for us. Now, um, Jesus, first of all, is our leader here at the Lamb of God Fellowship. Aren't you glad about that? We follow Jesus, okay? The scriptures tell us that Jesus is the chief shepherd. I want to read this for you, First Peter 5, 4. Peter's writing, he says, And when the chief shepherd appears, get excited! Well, it doesn't say that. It just... I, I have to add a little commentary there. When he shows up, you better be getting excited, okay? It says, you will receive the crown of glory that will never fade away when he shows up. And he is showing up. He is coming back. Our chief shepherd. We are like, in the Bible, one of the analogies is we are like sheep or we are like the flock of God. And he is our chief shepherd and all of the analogies of shepherd, a good shepherd who protects and serves and loves and, and fights off our enemies and takes us to where we, we can be safe and drink and feed and rest and all under his rod of protection and his staff. You see, that's the picture of the shepherd. And Jesus said of himself in John 10, 11, I am the good shepherd. I am the good shepherd. And the good shepherd does what? He lays his life down for his sheep. He will take on a lion He will take on a bear to save a sheep. He will lay his life on the line. And and so I I want to, as we celebrate the gift of eldership today, I want you to have a healthy understanding of the gift of eldership because it's very important. If you understand how God has given us the, 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 the gift of eldership, you'll have a a very strong respect for that because these are people who now 
are considered under shepherds. And they have been called of God to follow in Jesus' footsteps to lay their life down for you. That's a pretty powerful calling. This is not like a power trip. This isn't like, yes, I finally got a title. Nobody who will be sitting in, any, in these chairs want a title or care about a title at all. This is the exact opposite of how the world thinks about leadership. Exact opposite. These are people who God has put a heart in to love you and care for you and to sacrifice time and energy and effort and prayers and, and sweat to, because God has put his heart in them for you. Isn't that awesome? Flesh and blood. Flesh and blood to actually care and love and talk and, and heal and be there. Be there for you. This, this is who these people are that will be sitting in these chairs. And that's why we need to have a very high regard for them because otherwise we can't benefit from their gift if we're not willing to receive that gift into our lives. That's what's really important. Acts chapter 20, 28 says, Keep watch over yourselves. This is talking to the elders. Keep watch over yourselves and all the flock, all the flock, all the children, all the people, you and me, of which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers, be shepherds of the church of God, which he bought with his own blood. That's the role of an elder, to do what Jesus would do, to care for you and to watch over you and to follow in his footsteps, okay? Also, 1 Peter 5, it says, to the elders among you, I appeal as a fellow elder and a witness of Christ's sufferings who also will share in the glory to be revealed. Be shepherds of God's flock that is under your care, watching over them. Not because you must, but because you are willing. God has put a willingness in their hearts as God wants you to be. Not pursuing dishonest gain, but eager to serve. Not lording it over those entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock. This is not about a power thing. This is about a serving thing. And so that's the heart of God for us. So I'm going to summarize the duties of an elder just so that you're aware. And there's some scripture verses in your notes. We don't have time to read all these, but check out this list. This is pretty powerful. The, some of their duties are to feed, to guard, to guide, to correct, to nurture the flock, to teach the word of God, to oversee the doctrine of the church, to make sure that we're protected from false teachings and false teachers, to pray for the sick that they might be healed, and to lay hands on people to confirm them and to place them in roles of ministry for the family's sake, and to direct the affairs of the church righteously and honorably. So those are just some of those duties. And uh, we don't have time to read this passage today, but I did read this a couple weeks ago. 1 Timothy chapter 3, verses 1 through 7 are the qualifications of, of eldership. And so we have looked at these men and women. We have seen the, the heart of God in them. We have seen them already acting uh, in this way in our family. And we're simply recognizing the gift that God has brought to us in these couples, that they have a heart for God. They meet these scriptural qualifications. And we are blessed to have them here to care for us. God has given them a love, not just for himself, but a love for the church, a love for the people. A love for, for you and, uh, and for those who will come and join our family. And that's a gift from God. And so um, today, we're going to reconfirm uh, some of our current elders. We're also going to ordain two new elders 
uh, two new elder couples. But first, we have two elder couples that I want to honor this morning. And uh, these two couples are stepping into a less active role of eldership. And they have been given uh, my blessing to continue to love and pray and serve and encourage the body as their energy and their availability allow. Okay? And so there is no retirement in the kingdom of heaven, in the kingdom of God, is what I'm saying. And so I'm trusting that as God continues to do wonderful things in their hearts and lives, and as their energy and availability allow, they are going to continue to pour themselves into you. They're just not going to have to go to our meetings anymore. Okay? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And so would you uh, honor with me today, I want to invite to the stage up here, Phil and Karen Brown and Ben and Linda Hobson. You guys want to have a seat up here? Yeah, right here would be great. You, want to, you guys want to sit up here? And uh, um, so Phil and Karen Brown, they came to us somewhere between 18 to 20 years ago. Our memories don't quite, quite work that well, but uh, not exactly sure. Huh? Well, thank you. You're 2000. 18 years ago. Boom. And um, I'll let you guys hold this. Go ahead. You got a mic there. Yeah, i got to put it right on your chin. I was thinking about it the other day. and <laughs> Yeah, put it right, touch your chin to it. Okay. I was, uh, I was thinking about it the other day because we, like, uh, unlike Ben and Linda and many of the elders, have been here from day one. But when we came, it was the very first day that she's moved into the sanctuary. Oh, wow. And okay. they had built a sanctuary, and it, yeah. was, and it was not our plan. It was God's plan. Yeah. Um. So um, Phil and Karen, they came to us 18 years ago, and uh, it became obvious to us very soon that they, they were in a season of healing for the first two years, I would say, of their, of their uh, uh, fellowship time with us. They had come from another church. They were elders at that church. But within a very short period of time, as they were healing from just some things that had gone on in their lives, we saw the eldership heart in them. And very soon after they were, they were with us, we invited them to, to, into the eldership. And one of the things that I think I appreciate, I think many of you who know Phil and Karen and, and have had an impact from their lives would agree, is that what, what I see in you guys is that God has given you just this real, tangible, genuine love and concern for people like you actually care. <laughs> you know, like, if you come yes, to them with a problem, they, they, you, you know, they really care about it. And that's, but there's a genuineness to that. And no matter what you're going through, I've always seen God just ooze love and care and nurture uh, from this couple. How many of you have been blessed through Phil and Karen's life? All right, awesome. And then uh, this couple over here, they're pretty special to me. In fact, I will say, if it wasn't for you guys, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> uh, but my mom and dad have been, uh, they are found, one of our founding elders. They have been elders for 38 years uh, from the very beginning. Uh, the church started in their house in the upper room through Bible studies. That's where, you know, the early days was happening. Uh, they have uh, loved 
thousands of people, thousands of hugs, phone calls, prayers, words of advice, and thousands and thousands and thousands of checks that my mom have helped as a treasurer of our church for, I think, probably 36 years, maybe. And she's going to be releasing that as well. But uh, it's been a huge job uh, for all the years, being faithful with our stewardship and uh, excellence in our accounting and uh, I just want to honor uh, both of these couples today, and, and we're gonna, I asked them just to share a couple of thoughts with us. I don't know what they're going to say, but I know it's going to be great. So you guys want to take it away? Yes, we will. <laughs> uh, I like what Cindy was saying, and it just really fits on what's happening here today. And uh, she was uh, praying for that fire. And uh, we've been praying fire, and we're getting the fire and revival. And uh, so I'm just excited about that. I'm going to turn this over to Linda. She's got a few notes here to share. Uh, But when we were called out for me, God was saying, I don't need another church building. I need a a body of believers that will come in to go out and be an outreach and touch uh, these cities around here. And uh, and so just in that, uh, uh, we're excited because we know and we see what God is doing and raising up new leadership and uh, the fire that's going on now. And uh, so, Linda, why don't you just say a few words? Okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to just give you a little bit of a story about how we began as a couple. And uh, we were definitely in the world's way. And uh, we decided uh, when Kim was going to start uh, junior high that we didn't want her walking to school uh, very far, and there was uh, things going on, so we decided to move back to Clio. So in that move to Clio, um, my sister Cindy, she said, well, your kids don't know anybody, so why don't you start bringing them to Sunday school? Oh, yeah. Now, we didn't, we didn't even own a Bible, you know, and we didn't go to church, so... Okay, all right, Cindy, we'll bring them, and they can meet some kids, and, and uh, that's how Cindy started us. And then she said, well, why do you keep going back home after you drop the kids off? So she says, why don't you just stay? There's an adult Bible study going on. So we did that, and we became so close, and everyone in that Bible study became our friends, and we started doing things together. So uh, then... Um, she would say, well, um, there's a Holy Spirit conference going on in Flint. Why don't you guys come and join us <laughs> and see what's going on? And, and we did, and um, actually Pastor Bob uh, was one of the uh, speakers involved in that Holy Spirit conference, so we knew that he loved the Holy Spirit. And so that changed our lives, too, into a deeper walk with God. So it was because Cindy was faithful and now Amen. that we look back 38 years, that God had all of this in his plan. Because now Tim's pastor, if we hadn't followed the leading of the Holy Spirit, we might not be here right now. We might, who knows. Yes. But we yeah. followed and raised our kids knowing the Holy Spirit. And we became like a family. And we all did things together. And we continued in our Bible study in our home when... Uh, our pastor was transferred away. We stayed in our home with Bible studies and met with uh, people. And uh, we just became the founding people of this church. So it's been a blessing. It's been a blessing to follow the Lord. 
Amen. Amen. Yeah, yeah when the Lord got hold of us, uh, he just flipped our biscuit upside down, right side up, and inside out. I mean, our lives were totally changed. And uh, we just praise God for what he has done and what he is doing. And uh, just another thing there is that Pastor, our founding pastor, uh, Bob Koch and Sherry, uh, they lived with us for a while until they found a home in Clio. And he'd be downstairs on the old typewriter early in the morning going, bang, you know, back then you had typewriters, you know. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Linda and Sherry, they'd uh, get into the the tea. She loved tea. And uh, especially our upper room was a special thing. And somebody made a little sign for us that said the upper room. Mm -hmm. And we had so many powerful meetings upstairs there. But we used to uh, meet in a a rental hall. uh, across from uh, Walmart there. And uh, we had to clean up the beer cans and the, uh, the smell and mop it up and put all the chairs out. So our kids learned how to serve right off the bat because our families would go in there and put all the chairs up and put a big banner over the bingo sign. And, uh, and we'd have church mm-hmm. and uh, just had a, a powerful time there. Um, but we... Uh, we're looking for a church for quite a while, and then we decided, and, and we came over here, and we decided to come across the river. And there's something really important about that, and I don't know the whole whole feeling what the Spirit was saying about us crossing over. I don't know if it's pollination of Clio and Matros together or cross-pollination. Uh, but then we built this uh, uh, addition on here. Uh, God's favor has been upon this church from the very giddy-up. I mean... It's just amazing the favor we have here in this town. And then we built this other uh, building over here. And uh, God ain't done with us yet. You're just starting. Uh, so we, Pastor Bob and I, uh, many, many years ago, went to California to Jack Heifer's church and got a hold of this uh, ministry called Cleansing Stream. And we did Cleansing Stream for many, many years here. Right, Keith and Cindy and Dwayne, Chris? And uh, a powerful ministry, and uh, and now we uh, are going into celebration recovery. It's the same thing. This this body here, uh, what God has called us, is like a hospital. You'll probably be sharing that. And uh, love. When you come through these doors, you're going to experience God's love uh, in a powerful way. And uh, I've I just. Uh, we, we are, we've been involved with uh, missions with uh, Pastor Thampy for almost the whole giddy-up, almost the whole time, and uh, reaching out. And, and, and it's neat to see how many people are now are going to go to missions to Peru and to Mackinac City and, and Africa and all over. But that's what it's all about, reaching out and touching people. Uh, what is neat is the scripture Cindy was talking about is uh, about not shrinking back and that's what's happening here with these these uh, elders that are coming aboard now, and it was a it's it's a it's a rough decision. But when you finally hear that call, and you finally say yes, Lord, I'm yours, and I want all you have for me, so I can give it back to the body. And uh, I praise God for what God has done, and is doing, and will do through the Lamb of God Fellowship. I love you guys. I thank you guys for all your prayers for us all this, all this time and all the hugs and squeezes you give us. We love you, and God bless you. Amen. Amen.
um, as Ben was talking and Linda was talking, I was thinking about, you know, there again, going back to when we first came here, we were, we were um, pretty wounded. And, uh, but, you know, when we came, years before that, I would go by a church in Saginaw, and it had a sign up, and it said cleansing stream. And I told Phil, uh, I said, I'd love to go to that sometime. And uh, when we came here that, that Sunday and we were hurting, and it was totally a God thing. God brought us here because we had, we had left our other church, and we knew beyond anything else, we always have to be a part of a body. We were in a beautiful body for many years of believers. They were a family. And so we knew... <laughs> <laughs> we knew that um, being a part of a body was an absolute necessity. So we thought we'll go and visit this church here simply because Phil worked with Gary Frank and Sue Noble cut my hair. So it was like we, got to, we have to start somewhere. We'll go to this church. Little did we know that it was the very first Sunday that Jews were starting in the sanctuary here. And we came and... Uh, I remember Denny Rockwell was at the back. He was an usher, and he had a thing on a shirt on, and it said cleansing stream. And I was like, wow, Lord, I know, you know, that's something I really wanted to know more about. And uh, we came that day, and when we left, we knew we didn't have to go anywhere else. We were home. God had brought us home, and it took some healing. And thank God for Cleansing Stream, which was starting new classes right shortly after we came. Um, and that, uh, when we went through Cleansing Stream, God healed so many things of our heart and set us free of so many things. And uh, I often say to people, if I'm greeting out there or talking to people, which I usually am, <laughs> that's my gift, as Bill says. <laughs> um, and I want to say again, and I always say to people, this is a good church. good church. You know, what you see, because people say, I really like this church. And I said, what you see is what it is. Right. This is a good church made up of wonderful people. We're all, like, like Benny said, I mentioned the hospital. That's where, when we came, we were kind of in, in uh, what do they call it, Chris, tri triage. <laughs> we kind of needed some emergency care. But um, this body was there to do that. And so I want to encourage you when you come and you, when you feel the spirit of God and you feel the love of God, this is real. This isn't a Sunday morning stuff. This is, this is people entrenched in your life, not, not in an interfering way, but in a way too that we will be there. It has been our blessing. It has been our blessing to be here. And, and uh, this is God's timing. For various reasons, it's our timing, um, but we're not stepping back. You know, we're just, we just have to shift gears a little bit. But we're going to still be here. We're here to hug you, to love you, pray for you. And our phone number is still the same. <laughs> it's still, but um, I just want you to know that, that it's very important. And, and you know, Pastor, you used that scripture today. Well, first, this is one thing I want to say, too, because this is really important. The song that they sang, every song that the worship team sang today so spoke to my heart. Uh, but it was this part of it where it says, sing a little louder in the middle of the storm. And if there's one thing I've learned in 
because uh, we've had some storms. And uh, nine years ago, our house burned. And, uh, and uh, we were, it was, <laughs> it, was uh, it was a hard time. I, I would be lying to you if I told you that it was anything less than a difficult time. But thank God for all those who came around us. And when we, uh, that Sunday, our house burned on Friday night. And Sunday we came to church and somebody said, I'm surprised you're here. And I'm thinking, where else would we be? You know, where else would we be but within our family, within our body? Um, and so I know that the one key to walking through everything is don't wait till the storm to pass. Praise him, in the, yeah. <laughs> praise him in the middle of the storm. Lift up your voice and praise him in the middle of the storm. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and you'll walk out the other side of it. You may not walk out the same. You'll walk out better. You really will. I believe that. All, Romans 8.28 is my, my life verse. All things work for the good of those who love the Lord mm -hmm. <laughs> and are called according to his purposes. Mm -hmm. So I thank him. And I want to share this scripture, Pastor. You read it to begin with, or you had it on the thing, and you read it. And the Lord gave it to me last night, and it's um, one a little bit more than what you gave me. It's 11, too. But it says, God has shown you his grace in many different ways. So be good servants and use whatever gift he has given you in a way that will best serve each other. If your gift is speaking, your words should be like words from God. If your gift is serving, you should serve with the strength that God gives. And that particularly spoke to me because that's what we're going to continue to do. Um, then it is God who will be praised in everything through Jesus Christ. Amen. And I thank you all for being such a wonderful body. You, make, you made being an elder the easiest thing in the world. Because you're so easy to love. <laughs> so easy to love. And, and uh, we're going to keep on walking with you. Amen. Well, uh, Karen and I met on a blind date. And I kind of relate the blind date to when I met the Lord. I knew nothing about her, and I knew nothing about the Lord. But uh, when they come over to talk to me about uh, witnessing to me uh, they started talking to me and something inside of me started coming alive and it was real and I'd had a, a three ruptured disc in my back for 11 years slept in a chair I'd drive to work and I'd horns and blow the, behind me to wake me up because I'd stop at a red light and I was so tired but that night, after I accepted the Lord, he healed my back. And I woke up in the bed the first time in 11 years. And I just started crying. Thank you, Lord. That sealed my salvation. But everything that God did in my life, it came straight from him. Because I knew nothing about him. I had no, um, my family never went to church. There wasn't a lot of love in our family that was shared as a hugging and stuff like that. And that's why I love to hug. I found out if you sow love, 
you get it back. If you sow a hug, you get it back. So I just keep sowing it. <laughs> and uh, I'm so thankful to be a part of the family of God, Amen. such as this, at a time as this. And we're not, we're not uh, going away. Uh, I'm like a thorn in your side. <laughs> I'll be here until the Lord takes me home. And uh, I'm going to love on you. And I'm going to share with you the, the goodness of the Lord. And I'm going to walk with you. And I'm so thankful. Uh, back uh, a few years ago, we started praying for a hunger and thirst of God's people. And we're seeing it. We're seeing it. We're seeing it in each one of you. And I thank God for what he's doing. Well, let's, uh, let's just honor these guys one more time as they uh, uh, stand. I want to pray a blessing on them. And uh, let's just extend our hands towards them, okay? Lord, we just thank you for uh, these two couples, Lord, for the blessing they have been to so many people. And now we just pray that you continue. Lord, to just allow them to be filled with your energy and your love and your peace. And may they continue to bless people, Lord, as they continue to surrender their lives to you. And we just thank you for all the lives that have been touched and all the seed that's been sown. May it all come to fruition yes. in Jesus' name. Yes. Amen. We bless you guys. We bless you. We have, uh, we have something for you. Maybe we can, uh, yeah. We got some flowers for you guys, so it's spring. I think spring is here, isn't it? I think so. We'll, my wife will take those for you. Okay. All right. Awesome. Okay. Go ahead and be seated, and I want to finish our, our service with um, uh, introducing to you our elders, and if they could come up now. Um, let's see. Keith and Cindy Harrison, Charlie and Amber Lang, Dave and Kelly Smith. Uh, Dwayne and Chris Vickerman, and our new elders that we're confirming today, uh, if you guys could come up, uh, Chris and Robin Steffen, right over here, and Hal and Kelly Eargood, come on up here, you guys, and have a seat for a moment, and Amy, if you want to join me. Um, time went really fast this morning, we have so many fun things to do. One of the things that uh, I've asked these elders to do is, uh, and I want to share this list with you. This is what they are, are going to be doing for us. They're going to be praying, and, praying for you and for me, because <laughs> I need it. And they're going to be seeking the Lord uh, on his direction uh, and for wisdom for us as a church. They're, gonna, they're committing themselves to love this body and to care for you as best as God uh, allows them to. They're committing to teach God's word to us. And to correct us as God leads them uh, in love. Uh, they're providing support for us and, and protecting us doctrinally. And they are going to model a life of Christ as best as they can. And, uh, and manage the affairs of our church righteously. Those are the things they are agreeing to. Can I get a big... Uh, you guys ready? You ready for this? Okay. We're speeding things up a little bit if you haven't noticed. But do you accept this calling from God to serve as an elder in the Lamb of God Fellowship. I do. All right. Just kind of doing a little wedding ceremony here. You're, you're probably wondering, why are you carrying a sword, Pastor? I'll get to that in a second. Um, nobody's going to get hurt. Okay. 
And will you guys pray and seek, love and care, teach and correct, provide and protect, model and manage with God's help for the benefit of the body and for the glory of God? I will. Yes. Awesome. Um, Now, I love swords. If you've ever been in my office, you know I got a couple. And uh, what I want to do is I want to commission uh, these elders on our behalf into the service of the Lord. And this is what I'm going to, uh, I'll say this once right now for all of us, okay? So I am now about to commission you and, and uh, uh, what's the word? Not recommission and commission to our new ones. Uh, commission you into the Lord's service to oversee and to love his church. And... Um, Part of the sword analogy is that, uh, you know, I, I like to think of the sword as we are serving in the Lord's army. And just like a, a shepherd has a staff, uh, uh, so these, these men and women carry uh, a sword on your behalf to protect and to guard our family. And we all are called into the army of God. We all are called to bear our arms, aren't we? The sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. And, uh, and so I want to commission them uh, with a sword, and I'm going to ask them to make a proclamation. Uh, it's kind of a proclamation slash prayer, and then we're going to anoint them with oil, uh, and we're going to uh, welcome them into our family and re-welcome them into our family as our elders. Does that sound good? Okay, so Amy's going to help me because we don't want to have any uh, mistakes with the sword. So she's going to make sure that nothing happens. We do have someone in the medic chair, right? Okay. Just checking. But would you stand with me? Extend your hands forward. And uh, we're going to commission these guys into, into the service of the Lord, okay? All right. I commission you into the service of the Lord, okay, to be an overseer and a lover of his church. Amen. And I commission you, Hal and Kelly, into the service of the Lord uh, to be an elder and an overseer of this church and a lover of this church in his name. Yes. I recommission you, Charlie and Amber, into the service of the Lord to be an overseer and a lover of his church. Chris and Duane, we recommission you into the service of the Lord to be overseers of his body and lovers of his church. Thank you, Lord. And Dave and Kelly, we recommission you into the service of the Lord as overseers and lovers of his children, his body. Amen. Keith and Cindy, we recommission you as overseers of his body and to love and to care for this body. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Amen. Uh, Would you get some oil? Okay, would you guys stand? And I want you guys to make this proclamation with me. I will lead them through this. You guys can stay standing. We are almost finished. Uh, but we're going to, I'm going to ask them to make this proclamation prayer uh, on behalf of serving God on your behalf. And so let's do this together. Okay, are you guys ready? All right. I thank you, God, for saving me 
and given me a heart for your people, your church. I offer myself completely to you and to your service. As an elder, I surrender my gifts, my time, my energy, my resources to your good pleasure. I trust that you will empower me to love, nurture, guide, teach, protect, correct, and to lay down my life for your children here at the Lamb of God Fellowship. I will continue to rely on the grace and the wisdom you provide to accomplish this task for the benefit of the body and for your glory and your kingdom. Lord, continue to fill me, flow through me, and empower me to lead like you, Jesus, that each of these you have entrusted to my care will prosper in body, soul, and spirit. Amen. Amen. I want you now, I'm going to be praying and, and anointing them. I want you to extend your hand, and I want you to be praying right now. Just go ahead and be praying out loud uh, as couples or just as you're there, and just be praying that God would just anoint them, fill them, because the better they are anointed, the more they're filled, the better you're going to be cared for and loved. Would you just please let's just begin to pray for them, uh, especially for our new ones here, as this is a big step, a spiritual step for them. So just begin to pray out loud, as we are also going to be praying for them and anointing them, okay? Anoint you, Chris and Robin, in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Would you lay your hands on them? And Lord, we just pray that your release right now of all the gifts that you have for this body and this couple will now flow freely from them, from you, through them to us. We receive them as elders in all that you are doing in their lives, Lord. We pray that you will continue that good work and you will finish what you completed and we will benefit from their leadership as they follow and trust in you. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hal and Kelly, anoint you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And Lord, we just receive this couple today as elders of the Lamb of God Fellowship. We recognize, Lord, your calling on their lives, their acceptance and willingness to serve in this role. May you now release all the gifts and all the wisdom, Lord, through this couple to us, that we will be stronger and healthier and better because of them as a gift to us. Lord, we just set them aside now into this special role and receive them and the ministry you have through them to us. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Charlie and Amber, I anoint you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for the blessing of this couple. God, that you continue to use them as caregivers over our fellowship. We receive them again for this year. Lord, that you will move through them in powerful ways to, to help each and every one that you lead them to in our body. Thank you for the wisdom that flows from them. We receive it now. We receive them and the gift that they are to us in Jesus' name. Bless them, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Chris and Duane, we anoint you now in the name of the Father, the Son, and Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for your anointing on this couple as elders over this fellowship. Thank you, Lord, that they have been with us a long time, and Lord, their work is not done. May you flow powerfully through them this year. Continue, Lord, 
to flow the gifts of wisdom and grace and healing and mercy and, and all the wonderful things that you have, Lord, for us through them. We receive them as a gift from you today. Anoint them and encourage them and just continue to fill them up, Lord, to overflowing in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Kelly and Dave, we anoint you now in the name of the Father, the Son, and Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you for this couple and the recognition, Lord, that all we have is yours. And, Lord, we can do nothing without your help. So may you continue to flow through this couple, Lord, as an elder couple to this fellowship. And just do great things through them and in them, Lord. We bless them. We receive them. And we release all the gifts, Lord, that you have for us as a body through them. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Keith and Cindy, we anoint you now in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. God, we thank you that we uh, welcome this couple again this year as elders over this family. Lord, we thank you that all the gifts from heaven are accessible, uh, Lord, for this couple, for every moment of ministry in the future. Lord, that you are in them and you are released to flow through them. For our benefit and for your glory, we receive them again, Lord, and just celebrate this gift that you have blessed us with. Empower them, give them great victory, great insight, and great anointing this year in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. Um, I'm going to ask you guys to just kind of spread out, if you would, right now. And I'm going to ask you guys to just finish the service by making a proclamation of yourself, Okay. Uh, I didn't get a chance to go through it very, very much, but there is some scriptures in today's notes that I would ask you to ponder and think about. This is your role as a congregation. Their role is to die for you, all right, to lay their life down for you. But your role, uh, I'm going to summarize with, with these five words, to honor, to support them, to respect them, to trust them, and to submit to their leadership because you're submitting to God when you submit to his order, okay? So I'm going to ask you if you're willing to do that. Are you willing to honor your elders, support your elders, respect your elders, trust your elders, and submit to your elders? If you are, what do you say? I do. I will. And, uh, and I urge you with the, the scriptures in Romans chapter 12. Chris had to leave, so now we have a virtual Chris, right? You, you want to show us your virtual wife? Yeah, she has to go, so. Um, so she's still here, though, in spirit. Oh, he can talk without her talking back. Uh-oh, watch out, Chris. Now, can we put this up here? I'm going to lead you guys in a proclamation. If you're willing to make this proclamation, uh, it is a good thing. Just like the Bible says to honor your parents, uh, we are also to honor and submit to our elders. Because by doing that, we are submitting ourselves to God. We are opening our heart to his provision in our lives, okay? And so here's the proclamation I have for you. I'm going to read this and ask you to, let's, read, let's just say it together. Are you guys ready? If you're willing to do it, let's read this together. Ready? I thank God for the gift of elders in my life and in this church family. I trust that God is working through them for my benefit and the benefit of this congregation. I choose by faith to honor, support, respect, trust, and submit to my elders according to the word of God so that I might receive God's provision of leadership, teaching, nurture, guidance, correction, 
and protection in my life. I desire to walk in humility before God and before men. I will pursue unity, build the community, lift others up, refrain from gossip, and love others. I will prayerfully submit any concerns I have with the church to the elders without complaining to others. I choose to be an encourager, a gatherer, and a supporter of this church family and our leaders and the vision of what God has called us to do. And now may the grace and peace of the Lord Jesus Christ through His Holy Spirit at work within me empower me to accomplish this proclamation to the glory of God. Amen. Amen. I want to pray for us as we decide to live this way as a family. And we honor the gifts among us. God's blessing comes upon us. And we will be blessed and filled with his wisdom and his grace and his empowerment. Lord, we just commit ourselves to you as a church family. We thank you, Lord, for the provision of your word, of your spirit, and of this church family. May we be healthy and strong. May we walk in unity and in humility. May we continue to prefer one another and honor one another and serve one another for the benefit of our family and for the glory of God. Lord, may your blessing be upon us and may we be overflowing that we might be able to bless others and reach out to others. We offer ourselves to you, this church to you, all that we have, all of our energy, our time, our gifts, our resources. Lord, this is your church. Jesus is Lord and Chief Shepherd of the Lamb of God Fellowship. We choose to follow you, serve you, and trust in you with our lives. You move and have your way here, Lord, and have your way in us. We pray in Jesus' name. If you agree, give me a real strong amen, amen, amen. God bless you. Now, as we go, I ask the elders to be up here. Would you take a minute as you leave and come forward and just give these guys a high five or a hug? Or if you want to just bless them with a, with a prayer. And let's just build our family this week, okay? God bless you. Have a great day.